Hey everyone, I have a quick announcement before we start the show. We have an event coming up to celebrate five years of Night's Quest. In August of 2018, we launched our first podcast, which is now called Night's Quest Song of the Hero. And in that show, we created a sport, a game called Gorf Ball, which since then we have turned into a real actual game that you can play. And we've had live tournaments before. Well, we're bringing it back. Uh, so on August 19th, 2023, we're going to be holding another Gorf Ball tournament. So here's what I want you to do. Head to kqpodcast.com. Click the Gorf Ball button, and there you'll find all the information on how to play the game, more details about the event, you know, where it's going to be exactly, uh, the exact times and things like that. It is going to be held in the Twin Cities in Fridley, Minnesota. So if you're not in the Minnesota area, this might not be something you can make it to. Sorry to our Australian and Singapore fans. That might be a little bit too much for you. Um, but if you are able to make it, we would love for you to be there. It's going to be a fun event. You don't need to like sports to join us. It's really just a Night's Quest event. And our excuse is we're going to be playing this, this silly game we made. And don't worry about it if you never played it either because we made it up. So it's a lot of fun. Please come join us. Myself, Jake, and Jamie are going to be there. Uh, we love just to see you guys, to get to know some of you. You can get to know each other, other Night's Quest fans. And it's just a ton of fun to enjoy the beautiful summer day together. So if you want to join us, please head to kqpodcast.com. Click that Gorf Ball button and register. It's completely free. We just want to know how many people are planning on going there and maybe assigning some teams because there's teams of three for this game. Uh, and if you want to bring some Night's Quest snacks, just snacks in general, we'd love to have them. So, again, that is August 19th, kqpodcast.com, Gorf Ball. We'll see you there. Now, on with the rest of the episode. Previously on Night's Quest... The crew of the Kaiserion has lost their tanin, but before they can get a new one, they must head to the giant's foot, which requires a little bit of traveling. The crew needs to now occupy their time and avoid the dangers here on the raging sea. So raise the sails and the flag too, because it's time for an adventure here on Night Quest. Are you guys uh, ready to order? Yeah, let me get one fries. Let me get, uh, let me get, you know what? Let me get a second fries. And then let me get, uh, after that, I'm also going to go with, I'm, you know what? I'm going to do a third fries. And then um, to top it off, I'm going to get a fourth fries. And that's just for me. So whatever my friend here is going to get. You know what? I'm going to get a fifth fries to go. The first four are going to be for here. The fifth fries is going to be to go. Uh, what are you going to get? Yeah, so I have some questions. So it says... <laughs> hamburger but does that come with cheese or do do i have to get the cheeseburger to get the cheese and then there's the cheese bacon burger but can i get bacon on the hamburger without the cheese and how much will that cost and i was also wondering do you guys have i know it's not on the menu anywhere at any point on the menu but can you substitute for chicken is there chicken uh, here do I'm you have chicken i'm sorry he's never been here before he doesn't know how it works he doesn't know how it works here could you explain it to him, please? Hamburger's a hamburger. Cheeseburger's a cheeseburger. Bacon cheeseburger's <laughs> got bacon on it. If you want to put bacon on the hamburger, that makes it a bacon hamburger. We do have chicken that's on the back of the menu. And also, also, my good man, uh, instead of doing four fries one at a time and one to go, would you like uh-huh. to do our five fries basket? And I'll just box one up for you. Five fries it's, basket. The combo is cheaper and you get a toy. You got it. Yeah, per- that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Hey, look. Yeah. We should definitely get the toy. Because look, it's from Night's Quest. Ah, saved it. It's a Night's <laughs> Quest toy. <laughs> if, if, if you didn't yeah. say it, I was about to, yeah. What yeah, would, we got, a, we what would our first in. branded Night's Quest toy be? Well, maybe we make like a little ship. Oh, okay. Make like a little Kaiserian ship. I like the idea. Yeah, I was going to say something about a five fries basket, but then I was like, that's a real restaurant. That's probably a thing, actually. Five fries? Yeah. yeah, isn't that what you said? Yeah, five fries, yeah, five. not five guys. Oh, yeah, five, <laughs> you know, everyone's favorite burger no, restaurant. No, everyone, I'm fries. sorry for the confusion. This is this is not a fast food ordering podcast. Oh, this no. is Night's Quest. 
the adventure podcast. The fantasy role-playing podcast, wherever Joe is canon. That's what we are. <laughs> and so are the cannons. What are the cannons? Canon. The cannon. The cannons are canon, yes. The magical cannons are canon. And we're in the middle of the ocean, and we're heading toward the giant's foot. So, uh... We've got some traveling to do. This is our first travel episode um, of the story. Road trip. Or ocean trip, I guess. There's no roads. So how these are going to work for every every time we travel between two locations, we're going to determine how far it is, whether it's one, two, or three days with quotes around it. Right. So it's not actually like that many days, but it's you know, short trip, medium trip, long trip. And then however many days will determine how many encounters there'll be, how many different actions all our characters can take. And so this first trip is only going to be one day, just so we can, you know, keep keep the store cruising. Uh, so how this will work every time we travel is I'll have one person roll an encounter, a d20, and then one person will roll a d12 to determine the weather out here on Love the it. Raging Sea. Love it. So who wants to roll the d20? I don't have any of my numeric dice. I can go get them. Um, nope, don't leave. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I, no, please, um, please don't do it. Whenever, whenever you said the word days with and did finger quotes, I thought yeah. you were going to say, and the number of days determines the number of hours, which then determines the number of <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Jamie, I'll just have you roll both of those then. I would love to. There's a D20. That's a three on the D20. Great. What was the other one a D12? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Also a three, weirdly enough. <laughs> Starting off strong. Oh, yeah. I feel like that bodes well. Do you say boats well? It boats well. It boat. It boats well. <laughs> the weather is partially cloudy and windy, so the sails are able to carry us. Um, so that means our characters yeah. are able to be focused on whatever else they want to do. That sounds great. And so we're going to take turns having each of our characters do one action. Um, and some of those actions will involve little scenes. Some of them will involve doing dice rolls. Maybe they try to gain a skill or, or achieve something. Uh, things that your characters can do are not limited to, but are usually going to be maybe you talk, you have a conversation with someone, a really important conversation. Uh, maybe you work on a project of some kind, make something, repair something, that kind of stuff. Maybe you try to discover something uh, in the seas or off in the distance. Uh, maybe you train. This is where you would try to boost your character stats or learn new abilities okay. or you try to rest and heal which I don't think we need to do no one's injured at the moment yeah um, but if you have serious injuries this would be when we would recover for that hmm. now this is of course not the only thing our character does during this time but this is the thing that we're gonna highlight that's of note what were the first couple things you said again uh, we've got talking yep we got a project we got discovering. We got training. And so each of the six characters is going to do something. I love it. Um, whenever someone has an idea, we'll just start with that person. And at a random point, when I see fit, is when we'll have the encounter happen. It could be at the beginning, in the middle, in the end, whenever, whenever it makes sense. Whenever you say your character will do their physical description as well. Because I realized we haven't physically described most of our characters. And I always get mad when podcasts don't do that. And we're at episode four, right. and we haven't done that yet. So let's fix that. Uh, Captain Flynn is going to go fishing. Love it. Okay. So project. is that a project? Yeah. Very nice. So re-describe Captain Flynn. I know he's probably the one we've done the most, but let's yeah. just yeah. So he he, he steps out on deck and he is this like red scales glistening in the sun. He's got kind of like uh, beardy tendrils with uh, they're they're kind of not not bejeweled, but they've got um, oh yeah, like yeah stuff yeah. like clipped into them and cool. Um, he's got these two like kind of short horns on top of his head as well and he uh he's barefoot or bare clawed i should say because he's got some pretty sick talons and <laughs> um he shrugs off he's got this big overcoat that he or you know like a, a sailor's coat he kind of shrugs that off and um underneath he's got his his little like chest plate of like studded leather armor to protect his soft regions and <laughs> um <laughs> what it's true. That's what they call them, the soft regions. Yes. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> if you look up Draconi in an anatomy textbook, that's their, their belly, sure. their tum-tum. <laughs> okay, their belly is a weak spot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's canon now. Yeah. And uh, when he takes off his coat, he, he stretches out his two, uh, he's got these, these big wings as well. Yes. Like dragon wings? Yes. No, like pigeon wings. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sir, you can do anything like you want. Right? Wings. No, they're like sick dragon wings. <laughs> they're super cool. Oh, I see what you're saying now. No, they're cool like dragon wings. <clears throat> He's got sharp teeth like fangs and also what color are his eyes? They're yellow, like gold goldy yellow. Nice. What color is his coat? Uh, it's like a dark brown. Dark brown, great. Captain Flynn. So he's going fishing. How does, how does he do that? Uh, he he picks up his trusty trident, and mm. usually he kind of he he flies up and around the ship and kind of looks down to see if he can spot anything. And then, like an eagle or an osprey, he like dives down into the water and like spears mm. them and nice brings them back up. Oh, very cool. Now, does he does he just use the trident for stabbing, or does he use its magic as well? Oh. Uh, depends on how successful the fishing is and how big the fish is. Gotcha. Because we we discussed his magic. Yes. Of the trident, it moves the water. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Good stuff. Let's do a roll, and we'll see maybe yeah. how that goes. What kind of role do you think this will be? Is this a magic book? Is he using the trident? Is it a some kind of dexterity move? Because he's he's flying and attacking. Hmm. Weapon handling because he's making an attack. Survival because it's gathering food. I could justify weapon handling and survival because it's not it's not just handling a weapon. It's all it's also the act of like seeking out fish and getting yes, them. Yes, the hunt. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do survival then. Difficulty two. <laughs> How difficult are these fish? They're so difficult. You We're in the middle of the know. ocean. There's there's fish here. It's not that They're hard tough. of a task. Just a straight success. All right. Straight success. Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. He uh, he he kind of flies up and around and like almost like the the classic scene of like the vultures circling above something. He's just kind of orbiting the ship. Um, so you see him like way up above. He looks he looks almost like a bird at this distance, mm-hmm. and he kind of circles. So he's around. really high up there. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With his incredible eyes, all of a sudden just stops and shoots down towards the water, and like barely makes a splash as he enters the water, and then he reemerges like a few hundred feet away, and he like. Like holds up the trident and he's got a big old fish on it. And wow. he, he climbs back onto the ship and unspears the fish and drags it <laughs> below deck to clean it and prepare it for That's sweet. being Oh yeah, because he's the cook too. Yeah. yeah. So is that like, now I, I just have so many questions about him and I wonder if I should have this be just a quick character conversation. Yeah. Like maybe Cora comes down uh, at, while he's cleaning the fish. He's like, hey captain, uh, you know, you always... You know that we have like nets and other fishing <laughs> supplies. Like, it. I, I don't want to sound insensitive, but is this like a thing that you like enjoy doing? Is this something you feel like you like gotta do? It's like it's in my blood. You know, I gotta go and hunt. Gotta go get it myself. That's racist. No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, for me, I just toss that net over, let it do its thing. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> uh, without. Like, turning around, he says, Kor, what is it that you think is my job on this ship? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, you're the captain, sir. And give us directions. Uh, make sure we work together. Keep us safe. Uh, and, and right now, do we have directions? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. Are, yes, sir. are we safe? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So... What what is it? Should I be doing, Core? Well, I no, sir. That's not. I didn't imply. I didn't mean to imply you should be doing something else. I was just. I notice you, you do. You like to fish that way, even when we have fish. So I was just. I was wondering yeah, if it's he like, he kind of like menacingly holds up the the fillet knife that he's using, oh my and God. he like real quick jabs a little like cube of fish out, and he like torches it quick, like cooks it on yeah. the spot. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. With his breath? Yeah. Cora, captain's job is not just to steer the boat. It's to man the crew. And that includes making sure everyone's fed and re- well-rested. Because an ornery, hungry crew is a mutinous crew. And I will not have mutiny on the Kaiserion. Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> What's the plan on it? <laughs> I know. Uh, I think I need to do oh, Cora next. I... 
loved the difference in his voice when he was like, I just throw the dead over the side. What could go wrong? And then he's like, what do you think I do? Is What do you think is my job? And he's just like, uh, Captain, it's just, uh, I, I think you're the Captain. It was so good. I loved it. Yeah. There's the real core and then there's the, oh no, core. <laughs> it was at that moment he realized he effed up. Yeah. So core is a pale orc. So he's got kind of like a... Um, a light tan gray skin, black hair. I think he's just got short hair. He's got two tusks that kind of protrude up his cheeks. I think he's, he's a bigger guy, well built. I don't think he's like beefy, like strong or fat. He's just like, just big, just a big sturdy. dude. Sturdy. He's a, he's, he's a sturdy fella. Yeah. And I think for his clothes, I imagined him having like a, like a, start with a vest, but then like long okay. and flowy that kind of like goes to his, his knees it's just kind of a very light material, um, no buttons. It just kind of flows over um, with the, the ocean breeze. Uh, I think it's maybe like a let's go with it. it's a light like pastel orange color. I like the idea. That it's like a pastel color, and maybe that's all his clothes. They're all like different sh- like pastel-y colors. He's got his compass on his belt. Um, he does have a, a, a loose belt, and I should give him a weapon too. Jake, what's a cool bashing weapon? Um, uh, stick with like a rounded end. What are those called? Uh, are you thinking like the like the African one or like an Irish like shillelagh? Ooh, okay. I think the African one. What's that one called? It's a war club. I can find out the actual name for it. Okay. Um, the one the one that uh the one that the man, um uh, Django Fett uses in the Mandalorian series. Yeah, it's like the yeah long that kind stick. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got one of those. So it's a long stick that's just like harder at the end. Um, his isn't very long. I would say it's like shorter, maybe like three feet long. So it's more for close range stuff. So he's just got that in his side. Also very light. He's got some some sandals. I just picture his whole attire to be very flowing and loose. He does have a satchel though on his side where he keeps. He always keeps at least a map in there. Um, it's right next to the compass, and he's got a small little book that he he writes notes in and and reads from. Uh, very well, Captain Bound. And I think his his pastel vest, he's probably got a couple different ones. So one's like orange, and one's like a pastel blue, one's a pastel green, and they've all got just soft, subtle like textures on them. Maybe like one of them has like a topography kind of texture. One of them has like a, a light checkered texture on it. Very subtle, not in your face, very chill. And I'm going to say that he wears earrings hmm. on both ears. What kind? Uh, smooth circle gauges. Cool. I'm that match the, the vest. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's called a gaffy stick, by the way. Gaffy uh-huh. stick. Thank you. He's got a gaffy stick. So what Cor wants to do, and this maybe is... I guess, Jamie, do you know what you were going to have Ticket do? Because he can no. also do something with Ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is... No, that'd be great. He wants to get... I think because the captain told her, like, hey, teach her how to tie knots. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he wants to get Ticket introduced properly to the ship. Yeah. And, like, you know, making sure she knows her place, gets gets her some roles, some jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it's a project. Sure. <laughs> He's working on something. He's trying to accomplish something. I'd agree with that. Again, these, these things of doing, you know, project and talking... They're not, like, hard boundaries. They're just places to get us started. Yeah, totally, yeah. Okay, so what stat would I roll to help Ticket get <laughs> trained on the ship? I'm going to say, go with me on this one. I'm going to do a lore roll. It's a type of intelligence roll because um, he's going to share yeah. his knowledge yeah, I with that. Ticket. Yeah. Now, because Ticket's the one learning, I'm going to let you decide how difficult is this task. How difficult? <laughs> how uh, hard is it to teach Ticket? To teach yeah. Ticket how is to she a knots. quick learner or, or, or not? Yes, let's say she's a quick learner. Let's say it's only difficulty two. Okay, yeah. Two is standard for most things. Okay. Okay, we have a success with a disadvantage. Okay. Court succeeds at teaching Ticket the basics on how to be on the crew. You know, maybe he's like, all right, so here's your job is going to be as the newest crew member. uh, You got to clean the poop deck. That's. Oh, I'd really rather not. Well, great, because you're going to do it, because we'd all rather not. Oh, okay. so you get to do that. That's just It's just <laughs> less sanitary than I expected. Well, that's because we haven't done it in a while, so maybe you can keep it clean. Oh. Oh, no, this looks... It's not... The name's not literal. Okay, nope, I get it now. I'm... No, it is. It is literal? It is literal. It is literal. Okay. Yep. 
in this in, I want to clarify. Universe. We defecate on the boat, on the top of the boat. <laughs> oh no. It's a little part, a little portion. <laughs> well, why, Jake, what is the poop deck? That make why it would we do that? Why Where we else logically in a pot, <laughs> dump it over the edge. Oh, just over the edge, just kind of dangle and go. But why, just, why would we actually poop on the deck of our ship? I want And then stand up and walk away like, well, time for the cabin boy to take care of this problem. Hey, don't look. <laughs> yeah, no, you look it up. You look it up right now. Oh, my goodness. Right, it's called the poop deck. I will I will recede this joke simply because I don't want to have a stinky poo-poo ship. Yeah. If that's not what they were it's actually It's a deck for. that forms the roof of a cabin built in the rear or aft part of the, sh- the ship. Okay. So it's like the roof of the captain's cabin is the poop deck. Oh, okay. oh we definitely yeah, don't want to have poop on that. Yeah, yeah, nobody's pooping on the captain's roof. We shouldn't. Okay. We probably okay. shouldn't do so, that. Okay, so then we'll go back to that scene. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we totally do. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> and maybe... Okay. If, this no, is what actually, it takes, if this is what it takes to stay as part of the crew, you know what? I'll do it. <laughs> I'll clean it I, up. I figured out what it is. Yeah. So I don't think Cor would say that. Okay. I think what happens is Cor teaches her correctly. And then okay. Kareen and Zatar Stop. Oh, will no. show up and teach her incorrectly. Oh, no. Do you, is that something you think Zatar would do, Jake? How valuable is Zatar to the crew that he thinks he could get away with shenanigans on a regular basis? That's the question that I'm asking myself. This isn't that... Uh, it, this isn't that big of a shenanigan, though, right? Like it's just we're asking them. ticket to poop on the captain's no, roof. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! No, I just meant like no. them convincing her that she's gonna have to clean up poop because it's called the poop yes. deck. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought that's what we say, were talking with about. One disadvantage: I don't whoa. think she poops on the poop deck. I don't think that's no. what happens. Yeah, I was gonna say like by extension, that logic would mean like if she if she thinks she has to clean up poop on the poop deck, that's where she's got to go then. Oh, good lord. No, maybe it's more of... That never crossed my Kareen's, mind, actually. Kareen will say this when she goes, Oh, yes, that's where the captain... <laughs> oh, yeah, the captain, he poops on the poop deck. I, you can't do that, though. If Don't do that. On, on the f- do not do that. On the part of the deck right above his own cabin? It does it yep. like a bird when he flies around, because he's, he's a very shy pooper. <laughs> yes. So he doesn't... Yes, he doesn't do it on purpose. It's while he's flying. It's, oh, it sort of lands no. on... Above his his it own would, room, it would fall so fast. Draconi don't have a, a, a no sphincter; just kind of falls just... out while he's flying. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they're making this joke, and then the captain walks by, and they're <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. yeah, captain, 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 captain. <laughs> um, okay, so she gets taught how to do it. Let's think yeah. of what are two other misconceptions that she has about the ship. Otherwise, she learns everything else she needs to do to do the basics. So she learns the basic knots. She learns where everything is, obviously. Um, she learns <laughs> how to help. Maybe getting her sea legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. Making it pretty clear that she's never been on the ocean before this. Yes. A lot of difficulty balancing, a lot of seasickness. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, it is very clear to us that you are a rock bed. Uh, take it. You do not know your way on the sea. Uh... That's a new one. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, so th- the way that you get your sea legs okay. is you have to drink the seawater. Not a lot, but hmm. a little bit every day to become one with the sea. I don't know if I want to become one with the sea. No, it's like getting it's like getting stabbed. You can build up a tolerance oh. by cutting yourself just a tiny bit all the what? time yes. and eventually you'll No, don't do that. You'll build I, up a yeah, you'll build up a resistance to getting getting stabbed. I didn't know that could happen. Yes. Yeah, you shouldn't do that one. Only okay. Zatar does it because he is a fencer. So he he has had it happen so many get, times. You get stabbed a lot? Oh, absolutely. Many, many times. All wow. over. Uh, mostly in places that you cannot see. No exposed skin are places that I have okay. been stabbed many times. It's mainly from himself because uh, when he was learning, he uh, would stab himself a lot. How, on accident. How so. are we going to get the water? How are we, Do we just like, like lower... There is this... There is a mystical... You, you know that's not what I meant. There's a brodering invention. It is called a bucket. Okay, yes, that, that is what I meant, actually. Yes, thank you. Okay, we'll and use the bucket. Using, using your newfound knowledge of nuts, uh-huh. you can combine this bucket with a Oh, rope. boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And using this new invention it of... It doesn't even use runes. It's that powerful. Okay. 
Rope you know, bucket. for the first time all day, I'm starting to get the impression that you guys are making fun of me. And she goes over to lower the... To <laughs> no, no. The, <laughs> she still no. does it, though. She still does it. <laughs> no, everyone's first rope bucket is very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great moment. No, we must all gather around. Get Sersha. Get the captain. Everyone must be here for this moment <laughs> when you rope bucket the water. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think this is when Cor comes back. He's like, guys, what are you doing? Why is she drinking the water? Stop this. Hey, don't don't drink the water. Don't do it. I don't, okay. Well, actually, here's here's the other tip for the ship. Okay. Don't listen to them. Uh, the tar kind of shrugs and he's like, "Honestly, it's about the 50-50. <laughs> you kind of have to learn the context clues to figure out what is what is useful and what is not. I'm going to be honest with you, ticket. You are easy pickings because you have not figured out our sarcasm yet. But right, it's because you are a rock bed. You do not know how to be on the sea. I didn't. We didn't. We didn't actually. Well, okay, some people in my village slept on rocks, but not many. It's not like it's not like all trolls sleep on... Did you guys think all trolls sleep on rocks? That's not, not, no, a, not, a troll, not a troll thing. not a troll thing. Oh. It's not a troll thing. Okay. It's not a troll thing. What is it? You, you think we would assume? I don't know. Wow. Well, this is a truly a rock bed thing. You think we, we view people like this? No, this is not how we are. I don't know. This is for all the people who... People in your village actually slept on rocks? Yes, that was a joke. Only a couple. We don't actually think people... It, it wasn't like... It, not like all the time. It was like, it was like a, a a challenge thing. Like, oh, I bet you can't sleep on a bed of rocks all night. And then like some of the really macho, like, dumb. Let's be real, dumb people in our village would be like, oh, I bet I can, and they would just do this thing. That's what you did for fun. You you were that bored that you slept on a rock. I wasn't. I want to be clear. I wasn't. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. Okay, anyway, the point is, I can teach you real fun, like drinking seawater. Drinking seawater. Yeah. So like. That would probably be a bad thing, right? If that's if that was one of the bad ones, that would have been like I mean, I've never tried it. I'm assuming that would have been really bad. Like I think Core, like, she's got the bucket. He like grabs the bucket of seawater <laughs> yeah, yeah. says, Take it, I'm I'm just gonna tell you this right now. Yeah. Don't drink seawater. Okay. Don't do it. Sounds like a plan. Just don't do it. Anyway, back we got more knots to work on. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. What was it they why, why did they tell her to do that in the first place? What did they say it was for? I don't remember. To get her sea legs. legs. Oh yeah, that was yeah. it. That was it. That was it. Okay, so Jamie, which one of your characters do you want to do next? Are we doing Sersha or Ticket? Oh, let's do Ticket because we just had a scene that she was in. I don't have a lot. I don't. I don't know what you were picturing trolls is looking like, just as far as uh, physical characteristics. Uh, yellow to orange skin. Okay. Brown hair. Sure. Pointy ears. Okay. Pointy teeth. Usually pretty big in build as well. But since she's younger, that can be... Yeah, yeah. And they were more big, not in like... Like, I picture like orcs as like thicker big, and trolls as being like taller, lankier big. Okay. I've been I've been picturing Ticket as pretty young. I didn't mean to have her... When she was like getting words wrong and stuff, I didn't mean for her to be coming across as dumb. I was just picturing her as like 11, right? Um, and that was the reason she was getting tripped up on some of the terminology. Uh, she's wearing... I feel like sandals is probably fine, because, like, trolls strike me as, like, having tougher skin, so it's not like mm-hmm. the feet have to be covered all the time. I mean, if she was sneaking around and trying to stow away onto a ship, it would probably be fairly simple sets of clothes, like, just, like, trousers. One of those kind of long sleeveish shirts, it's tempting to use to say, like, oh, you know, the piratey kind. A pirate shirt, yeah. A pirate shirt, yeah. Yeah, the baggy long ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she's also got that gauntlet on one hand, too. Always? Yeah, yeah. I haven't been picturing her wearing that at all times, but she sure could be. Where is she keeping it? Uh, does she have... In her pocket. <laughs> it's a full-size gauntlet. Does she have a room or anything, or not so much? Uh, they have a space, yeah. There's a living quarters. Okay. Originally, originally, Sitar had put out, like, a bunch of parchment paper in a corner and, like, a, a like a bowl of food. <laughs> Uh, and then was promptly like swatted by his sister, and, and ticket was brought to her hammock. That's really okay. there's like there's like a little cabinet that keeps stuff. In. Yeah, I, I like how Zatar and Kareen. One of them will do the mean thing, and the other one goes, "Are you kidding? How dare you? Would you? Do, you would do such a thing? Absolutely how, disrespectful." You gotta always play the game of the one against the other. Well, what I'm thinking is like. Either she wears it a lot, which means that people have to, like, everyone else should have to notice it by now. Firm handshake. Or she hides the gauntlet a lot of the time, which I guess hiding it would be kind of silly. We're all on a ship. It's going to be found. 
So maybe not hiding it. Well, because she was wearing it when they when she came in. So she was wearing it when. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, she would. I mean, she was carrying it at least. I don't know how, where else she'd yeah. put it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this isn't even a secret at all. Maybe everyone already knows about it. So she just has the gauntlet on most of the time, and that is. I know I described it as pretty run down. Maybe it's like a kind of bronze-looking metal. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. There's like a crystal in it, but it's kind of broken and faded. Let's see. It's got lots of runes on it's it. It's got runes on it. It's got fire runes. Uh, did you mean Did you mean they are cool, or did you mean the runes are on fire? <laughs> These runes are fire. They, they make fire. They make fire, yeah. <sighs> I wanted to have a hat eventually, but not right now, so I'm going to say no hat for now. Bold character choice, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I want her to have a hat, but not yet. Not Delayed decided. hat. That will be her character pinnacle. You don't get to see the hat. Yeah, that'll be your character. You don't arc. deserve yeah. the hat. Yeah. You haven't earned <laughs> when the hat. Once she reaches yet. hat, <laughs> when ticket obtains hat, ticket <laughs> ticket is going to. This better be a great hat. <laughs> Finally get there. It's a trilby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be. Quite a villain arc, milady. I love the idea of what you said about discovering something. Pretty easy for a ticket to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's so much she doesn't know about. So what did she find that was that leads to learning more? Or yeah. So I guess let's start with: Is that something she does? Is she is she exploring the ship? Like, is that what she's trying to do? Is she just ooh yeah exploring the ship? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have you make a, a searching roll. Sweet. And I will let you choose the difficulty. Uh, it can be difficulty two if you're just, just you know, doing a general search of the ship, or difficulty three if you're trying to find something that maybe people have intentionally tried to hot keep from you. Like you're trying to find a hidden thing, Ooh. a secret thing. I'll make that difficulty three. The last fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything like that, so I'll probably just go with the two one because I think that makes more sense. I've got a two. For I mean, you searching. could stumble into deep secrets. That uh, could always happen. Those are the worst type of secrets to stumble into. What do we got? That is a failure with one advantage. So you're not going to find anything uh, new in the ship. Like you didn't find any undiscovered areas. Yeah, yeah. But with an advantage, I'll I'll give you a couple options. You can have a deeper understanding of something you already know about. Uh, Maybe find something not on the ship. Maybe it's like outside the ship. Sure, yeah. Or you're you don't find anything, but your searching results in like the respect, like a, a positive encounter with someone else in the crew. Hmm. I kind I kind of like finding something in the ocean more. Like like the idea we would like there's some flotsam or something that we stumble across, yeah. and it's like got secret things in it. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, you search the ship, you you look it up and down, and you're like, ah, well, I guess that's that's everything there is to know about the Kaiserion. And you're kind of chilling up on deck, maybe a little bit later, doing some chores that that core talked to you about. Right, right. Oh, I was about to have the thing happen, but that's not very fair because that's not the result of your role. I think it could be. Okay. Like, I, I got a failure and an advantage, right? Yeah. The advantage could be, like, if this is a... I, I assume from context this is a not great thing. So maybe the advantage is, like, if I'm noticing it now... That's better than yes. not noticing okay, it. Let's do that. Yeah. Yes. So everyone else is below deck at this moment. You're, yeah. you're above deck. Um, and you notice. So it's been, you know, cloudy and windy these past couple of days. You know, the wind seems to have kind of picked up a little bit. And it, it makes your feel skin feel kind of dry and itchy, which, again, isn't very common yeah. for you. You've got pretty tough skin. You go to touch your gauntlet and you notice that there's like a little charge, a little electric charge between your finger and the gauntlet. It kind of zaps you. Ooh. And you're like, what? What is that? And you look ahead and you see that the wind up ahead, because you, you can feel the wind rush past you. And as it goes further ahead, it almost like becomes little streaks of electricity. You have no idea what this is. Ooh, okay. She's going to run to the captain's quarters. Unless I have reason to believe that he's somewhere else. I mean, Nathan did say everybody's below deck. Okay, maybe he's cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's gonna burst in. Just be like, uh, Captain, Captain, Captain. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's a, a, a wind storm. There's a lot of wind, and it's, it's, it's zapping. It's zapping wind. Um, there's like magic. I think it. I think the wind is 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 doing lightning, but it's magic though. 
is that normal for the sea? His expression doesn't change, and he just kind of turns to Kareen and says, Translate? (laughs) Well, Captain, it seems like uh, the Raging Sea has uh, thrown a new one at us. I've not heard of this one before, but my guess is it will be either really, really bad or really, really good. Saying I don't know only takes three words, Kareen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Captain. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) He grabs his coat from a hook on the wall and throws it over his shoulders and kind of like turns up the collar as he goes up uh, above deck and he motions for everybody to follow him. Oh, for sure. For sure. Everyone follows. And at this point, it's, you know, you've sailed into this little space a little bit more. And it is quite clear that everyone who's got hair, it's all standing up on end. It's all static at this point. Sure. Anything that you've got metal... You know, kind of zaps when you, when you touch yeah. it now that you've yeah. entered this space. And it's kind of hard to see because it's not like you can clearly see electricity, but it, it almost makes it easier to see where the wind is because there'll be soft streaks of light, crackling light. Mm. It's like yeah. small yeah. little horizontal lightning bolts as the, as the wind rushes by. Doesn't seem to be doing any damage to the ship at the moment, but again, you're just entering into this electric wind. Zatar climbs up the main mast to the the vents post. He's gonna look out. Maybe he's got a spyglass? I don't know. He, he looks out to see what's what's up yeah. ahead. Right, right. Yeah, give me a, a search and roll. And I'll give you a boost because you're using a spyglass. What's the difficulty? Two. You're in it. So. Oh! That's a failure with a disadvantage. Oh. The sailor went to CCC to see what he could CCC, but all that he could CCC was nothing. Sitar <laughs> climbs up to the top, he pulls out the spyglass and doesn't really think about the fact that it's a metallic spyglass. Oh, no. <laughs> Puts it to his eye and gets a zap Ow. to the eye. Uh, take one harm. <laughs> take one harm of vitality. Dang. Oh my god. We don't have many of those. No. Uh, so in Night's Quest, yeah, our health is measured in vitality. They don't get very high. Kareen says six. Core has eight. What? So this section under vitality, is that what I yep. write in there? Yep, so you'd write down what the wound was, so maybe like a zapped eye or something. So, so Zatar magically tased himself in the eye so hard that it took away one, like, sixth of his... Well, I don't know if he has six. My characters have six, but... It took away a decent chunk of his his, his life. Yeah, hurts. Yes. Ouch. I don't know, have you ever electrocuted your own eyeball, Jamie? I have not. No. It sucks. Especially not with magic and a lightning storm. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, too, with wounds is, as we write them down, if they feel relevant to something moving forward, then that's when it comes in. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'd want to try to look again, but one of my eyes is hurt. So, Zatar, what do you see up there? Nothing. <laughs> okay, he is he's very good at his job. Uh... <laughs> Oh, oh, he's actually hurt. Oh, oh no, oh. I'm just going to stay up here for a minute. Maybe you should come down so you don't get zapped again. I'm not going to do that right now. I'm just going to curl up in a ball and stay here. Uh, Sirsha's going to say to the captain, um, do we divert course, captain? He kind of looks around at, you know, this weather anomaly that's happening, and he goes up next to the the ship's wheel where his uh, trident is kind of resting, and he picks it up, and as he does, there's like little, there's like lines of lightning kind of riding up the tines of the trident. And he kind of waves it in like a circular motion above his head. And as he does this, this tendril of water comes up from next to the boat and starts kind of circling almost like a halo above the boat. And it starts kind of conducting uh, and attracting these kind of offshoots of electricity that are getting near the ship. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Kareen sees this, and she rushes down to uh, the rune room. Well, she she jumps on the, like, the, the fireman pole and slides down yeah. into it, and she goes to activate the tidal wall uh, that will surround the ship with water um, to try to intercept all these electric winds. Does that move with the boat, or is that only a stationary thing? It... Because that'd be pretty OP if we just bring it, like, have a wall of water, a mobile fortress of water. Yeah. I had pictured it being a stationary thing. Um, Like, it's a defense, like, that's the con of it, is is you get stuck in one spot. So maybe she's about to, does the captain stop her then? 
Yeah, he, he yells down to the, the, the rune area. Kareen, I did not give you an order. We do not divert course. We do not slow our course. And just a pause, and she goes, Yes, Captain. And she comes back up to the, the main deck. I will now ask you to make a roll, Jake, because you're doing some magic. I am. You're doing some yeah, magic yeah. using your, your trident. I'm going to make this a difficulty three, because it's a big area. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to surround the whole ship while it moves. So difficulty three, whatever your trident move is. Oh, that's a triumph. Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, yeah. How does the rest add up? Not great. Oh. So I have a triumph and a success. Okay. Okay. I have two failures. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so... Hmm. Those do cancel out. Interesting. So it technically counts as a failure. And then two disadvantages. Oh. Oh, that's not good. Failure, two disadvantages, and a triumph. I'm gonna ask you that. Do you want to keep that triumph... Turn it to I think the only TP. way this succeeds is if I use the triumph. Okay, so you're going to use it. So I think what this will mean is you will fail at what you're doing, because you did fail, right? You are not able to create this perfect halo. Maybe you get it up for a little bit, but it, it just doesn't last long. But I think the triumph will mean that you ultimately, as the captain, are able to protect your ship, but it's going nice. to be very costly. So I, here's how I'm picturing it. Oh, shit. You start circling this water up, as you wave a metallic object above your head and for a while this works the the electricity starts getting caught in the water and it's successful and you're like all right yeah this is this is going to work and the crew's excited about it but i think whether it's the wind pushing on you or just the weight of the water it ends up we- like physically weighing down your arm like it's like it gets heavy and you're not able to wave it in as big of a circle and the water gets closer and closer and then the electricity starts jumping across this ring and starts creating like a disc of electricity. It's kind of like above your head. And was it two disadvantages? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking then what you're able to do as the cap, you see this happening, you're like, oh crap, this is bad. You like let go of the trident and are, you try like diving out of the way a little bit, but ultimately like the water comes crashing down on you on the top I pictured you're on top of the deck and so you're gonna take a two point harm mm. of just getting zapped yikes but I think what it, it worked long enough during your time to get through the electric wind um, it was able to catch enough of it that the crew was able to get through the electric wind um, it's now past you it wasn't a huge area it was just kind of like a random anomaly this happens in the wow. raging sea there's just random magic things that happen everywhere um, but you're gonna you're gonna get you got pretty hurt from it. Wow. Okay. We're playing high stakes here on Night's Quest. I guess. Yeah. So uh, with wounds, there are three levels of of getting hurt. There's a one point wound, uh, which is you know, pretty standard. Two point wounds. You're not gonna heal sleeping that overnight. You're gonna need to actually be intentional with healing that. And then three point wounds will leave permanent scars of some kind. You know, it's like losing your arm. That's like getting a concussion. Something serious. So this wasn't that. But you're gonna need to get treated before that can get healed <sighs> okay let's continue with our travel episode yeah <laughs> what character do we do want to do next yeah, i think the cat the cat i think the captain's going to spend the the rest of this journey to the giant's foot in his quarters yeah, yes probably, probably. do more flying for him okay so we got zatar kareen and sersha i could do kareen i know what i wanted hers to be well good um so kareen she is uh, an usra human um, so she's got dark skin, dark hair. Uh, picture she's got some some dreads that are tied up, um, kind of like in a not a bun, but like not a ponytail either. I don't know the correct hair's term. Okay, dreads tied up in the back. She's got long, baggy pants, very flowy, baggy pants. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she's also got like a, a vest on, and she's got like a bandolier with different uh, vials in them to keep all her rune dust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's got a pouch on one side full of smaller, like, rune stones and a sling uh, attached. And she's got a collapsible spear on the other side cool. uh, for emergency combat situations. And she's got a bunch of tools. She's got chisels on her belt. She's got little hammers for fixing the runes. Um, nice, nice, nice. So very, very practical all over her belt. Uh, I picture she's just got some some jewelry on her wrist as well, some different bracelets, all with different beads that maybe are little runes, maybe they're just decorative. Sure, yeah. They just look nice. But none of them are too decorative that they get in the way. It's very functional uh, attire. Some 
light boots. And I think she wants to investigate this gauntlet. Oh, of sure. Tickets. So I'm calling that one a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think after the electric wins, she goes up ticket. She's like, so, um, I noticed that you have quite a fine piece of, of magic on your arm. Uh, I was wondering if I could maybe well, take a little look at it if, if you're not too attached. Uh, yeah, sure. And she hands it over to her. As uh, Karine is looking it over, she goes, yes, this is. This is quite nice. Where did you... Where did you get this? Uh, I I won it in a, in a race. In the race, like a, like for running or yeah. on a, on, it was a, a, on an animal. It's a foot race. Yep, foot race. This is just a common thing in your village of rock beds. Yeah, yeah. Um, it we we were. I bet. Um, my. Well, it doesn't matter what I bet because I won. Um, and the. The person I was racing bet this, and I, I won it in, a, in, in, in the race. And how long have you had this gauntlet? Uh, let's see, a couple years. Yeah, Close. a couple years. So you are familiar with how to use it, then? Yeah. And you wouldn't accidentally set on the fire things on the ship? Uh, if, if. If such a thing were to ever happen, that would definitely be because the uh, magic in it is a little unruly and a little bit uh, deteriorated and not because of any problems with my use of it. I take it. I am... Uh, <laughs> I must say, this is a very fine uh, piece of of rune-making right here. This is... Real? Like, like just, just a pause for... Really? You keep saying that, and I, I never got that impression. It's pretty beat up. Like, I mean, well, yes, it has definitely seen its wear and tears, and the runes are fading and cracked, which is uh, well, probably part of your issue. Right. It would need some touching up, some, some re-carving. But uh, no, I mean, when it was first made, I, I, I think it was uh, probably quite valuable. Wow. Really? If you want, I could, uh, could take a look at it. I could try to... Up. I usually don't get to work with metallic runes. It's usually just the stone once you're on the ship. Are metallic runes and stone runes different? Oh, yes. Oh, I mean... <laughs> you can tell, like, you, you tapped into an... Like, you asked her a question... Yeah, yeah. ...that she would love to talk about for hours. Yeah, it's excellent. That's always fun. And she's about to, and she kind of catches herself, and she goes, ah, you probably don't want to hear all about uh, how, how runes work. It's, it, uh, it is... It quite, get quite boring. There's a, there's a lot to it. Uh... Okay, if you say so. Okay. But, uh, I, to answer your question, yes, there's, um, runes, their power is based off of what you carve it into. You can, you can only carve it into inanimate objects, so stone, uh, metal, uh, glass, crystal, these type of things. And, and in that order, they get stronger. So the stone ones are weaker, then it's metal, then it's glass, and, and crystal runes are the, the strongest. But they're the wow. hardest to get right. And they're the more more delicate. So you screw up on a stone rune, it probably still works. Screw up on the crystal rune, eh, it's either not effective or terrible tragedy. So uh, oh, it's a good practice for me to to work on something different. Yeah, sure, great. In fact, do you do do I need to like pay you? I don't I don't know how this works. No. I don't, okay. No, I mean it is still yours. You will still keep it. I will yeah. just. Uh, just tinker with it from time to time, and hopefully I have it ready before the next Tanin fight, I suppose. Sure. Okay, yeah. No, this is great. Thank you. She she looks faintly baffled at this, yeah. And I think um in that conversation, like, Kareen was, like, actually, like, smiling. <laughs> I mean, not that she's, like, been faking it, but, like, there was, like, a right, genuine right. smile as, as she walks away, like, oh, this is gonna be a fun little project. Oh, so cool. work on that in the future. Also, I gotta ask because Kareen would pick it up. Yeah, huh? was ticket was ticket lying? Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. Mm. Then we will discover truths about this gauntlet maybe as I work on it. Right, right, right. Okay, exciting. Who's next? Uh, probably Zatar. Um, he is. <laughs> He's still in the crow's nest. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. It's been there for many still days. In the fence post. <laughs> you know what? Uh, maybe. Um, he's gonna spend some time recovering. Oh, yes. 
Yeah. Yeah, so Zatar is... Uh, yeah, you he... really beat up on Jake's characters this episode, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, <laughs> That's because I did stuff. Yeah. It's because all the messing around I did before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, revenge. Zatar... Right, like... Sitar is also Usran, so he's a similar complexion to his sister, Kareen. The sides of his head are bald, but he's got, like, kind of the top part of his hair is long and tied back into a ponytail. Some cultured members of society might know that that is referred to as a warrior's wolf tail. Cool. He's got... It's not like an elaborate coat, but he, he definitely has a bit of a flashier wardrobe. It's green. He's got a green coat that has these uh, kind of shiny uh, golden threads woven through it. Um, nice, nice. And these geometric designs. And then he has, I don't know if there's a word for short pants or shorts or capris. He's got some capris. <laughs> that Excellent. Match. You know what? No, they're not short pants. He's got okay. um, kind of uh, shin-high boots and that his pants are kind of bloused into. They're kind of tucked into that, mm. and then they kind of spill over the top of his boots. He's got his espada at his hip. Actually, no, he, he wears it on his back. Um, so he, he cool. has the sword kind of not across his back like you'd pull it up over your shoulder, but kind of along his waist, kind of horizontal. So oh, he could sure. just like he could kind of just like move his hand back and grab the, the hilt of it and draw it that way outwards yeah 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 he's got like a notebook satchel it, like it literally is just something that hangs from his uh sword belt that holds like a book and it's it's like a book of insults it's like his oh i love his that. his like rap book he, he writes down <laughs> ideas and stuff in there for his his bouts excellent excellent and he's got he's got a scar on his forehead oh all right yeah a one yeah, not not like a big one, but just it's there and you can see it because it's a scar. Yeah, on his face. One of his many stabbings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn! If he got if he got stabbed in the forehead and he's still here now, that is impressive. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna spend some time recovering from the eyeball shock. Yeah. Um. So you will you will heal from that one point wound. Cool. No problem. You're on a roll for that. I will say just because you're spending your whole day healing up a one point wound. You know what? Maybe he's also taking this time to uh, think of stuff to write down in his playbook. Yes. Let's do that. So nice. let's have you write a uh, roll ratiocination because you're thinking. And if you succeed, then we can get you, we can give you a new move or something. What's the difficulty? Uh, two. Feeling chill today. Two difficulty. Woo! That is a uh, success. Oh, baby. Right. Yeah, you're able to think of some... Some new uh, verbal fences, some new bouts, uh, so you'll be more ready to go next time. Get a boost on your next verbal fencing, so you got to write that down somewhere. All right, lastly, we got Sersha, mm-hmm. who I feel like, I don't want to impose this on you, but we haven't been seeing much of her. Has she been, like, isolating more from the crew? So I'm, I'm sure she's been impacted by the death of their Tanin. It's it's not been easy. I imagine this is the kind of thing that doesn't happen super often for a brodring crew, though she has lived a long time, so she's probably experienced it a few times. I this this brings up an interesting question that I had been wondering from mm-hmm. the start of like how how much of a bond is there between a Tanin keeper emotionally and the Tanin? You know, obviously there's a bond between like yeah. keeper and beast, but like how deep does that go? I want to say the way you would care for a pet, with the caveat of, like, most pets, you don't expect them to be going in battle and sometimes dying, right? So mm-hmm. it would be a little different for sure. But I don't, I, I think it would still have some elements of that because these are, like, these are creatures that they seek out, bring into essentially a part of their crew and a part of their sailing experience, and, like, try their best to keep them safe, keep them alive, keep them working, right? And I don't think you could do that while being completely detached. So I think there is a pretty... I think she's hit pretty hard by this. Um, Especially since with how goofy Finch was, we were not expecting... Our characters were not expecting this death to happen, right? So that was definitely a rough one. And I think you're exactly right. I think that's part of the reason she hasn't been in some of these scenes is because she has been doing her own thing a little bit. Do you want to play that out in a scene a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, so. First, first yeah. what does she look like, though? What does she look what like? What does she look like? So, Sirsha, I've been, I've been picturing everything about her as, like, 
there's just a lot, right? I like the idea of her hair being a lot poofier and bigger and, like, more hectic than I think most elf women would probably have. Because I don't... I don't imagine there's tons and tons and tons of elves who live at sea for a long time, right? Um, I mean, the elves make up a, a portion of the Brodrings. Oh, okay, sure. But Brodrings are a mixture of all peoples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I imagine her hair is still pretty crazy by comparison. Oh, sure, um, yeah. I've been picturing her wearing just, like, a lot of layers, like... In real life, I can't do that because I get way too warm. So I like the idea of her having just all kinds of clothes. Like there's like, there's like this undershirt, but there's like this red vest thing over that. But then over that, there's like a thinner jacket, and over that, there's like a more fancy like sailing. The 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 proper terms escape me, right? But like the scene in one of the pirates movies where Jack has to take off like a million different things off of his person. That's what's in my brain, right? So I, I like the idea of the jacket being some kind of gray. I like the idea of her hair being kind of gray and black, uh, but there's different, you know, it's not it's not uniform. It's it's all scattered, uh, the colors. I think she's got earrings as well. Might be something kind of flashy, like, uh, like bits of coral. Hmm. Uh, and they're kind of like a faded pink or something, yeah. Uh, she's got piratey boots. I don't know how to describe boots. <laughs> I have no idea how to describe boots, but they look piratey. I wonder if maybe her thing is daggers. Yeah, you don't got any daggers yet. Yeah, I'll I'll write that down so I definitely don't forget it. She'll have two, probably at her hips, one on each side. Those those will be part of a belt, so they've got the little mini scabbards. You know what? I do want her to have one of those tricorner hats. Cool. She, she does? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because the captain doesn't have one of those, right? Uh, maybe he does. He doesn't wear it often, if he does. Okay. He doesn't need to. So I was asking, excellent, does he excellent. have one? Oh, gotcha. I don't know yet. <laughs> we haven't seen him with one, so yeah. assumedly not. At the moment, it's like a Schrodinger's hat situation. It, it, does he have a hat? Yeah, until the hat <laughs> always exists and doesn't exist until it's perceived. Excellent, excellent. But Sersha, she's got one. Yeah. For Sersha. <laughs> Hat equals perceived. (laughs) Okay, so that's what she looks like. Um, What do you want her to do during the travel? Yeah, I... There's a couple things she's been thinking about that have just recently changed. One is that they have a new person on board who's not... or doesn't seem particularly adept at defending herself, right? Uh, We don't have anyone on the ship who is explicitly any kind of medic, and we just lost our tanine. So I think she's just in a mindset of, like, thinking about how to take care of people and stop something from like this from happening. Stop more tragedies from happening, right? And Zatara and the captain both just got hurt. So, like, yeah, I like the idea of her, like, studying up on medicine or something. Like, this is not something... Ah, oh, Saoirse has always been good at healing. Like, this is not something like that. I like the idea of her getting into it just now. Mm. Like, she's lived a long time, but she's also trying to study something kind of new, right? It might be sure. semi-related to taking care of Tanine, but it's also a completely different field of medicine, right? Yeah, she knows how to take care of a Tanine, but yeah. not, like, a regular person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, you like, wouldn't go to a vet with human problems. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, I almost wonder if, like, do we have books or anything on board? Can she, like, study us? Can we... Yeah, we definitely do have records. I think they'd be in the captain's quarters. Okay. Where it's not, like, an extensive library, but there are notes. And usually Kor is the one who's in there. He's usually reading up, trying to study... Sure. um, ...on different things. And I think there's a collection of different types of writings. There are scrolls. There are, you know, loose books... There's like one or two, maybe a couple, like really nice books. Excellent. Otherwise, excellent. most of them seem like notes that someone else copied um, or that we got for cheap. The nice ones, either we bought them or we stole them. There's no, there's no way that we <laughs> right, have, right, right. These are nice looking <laughs> books. And so let's have you do a roll. I think, I think we need to do ratiocination. Excellent. Which is our learning, studying, investigating role that we always. Saying correctly, <laughs> I say it correctly every time. I don't know what you're talking about. Rationation. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can roll that stat with a 
I think this is a pretty hard thing okay. to learn. So I'm going to go into difficulty three, but I will give you a boost from your previous knowledge of at least knowing how like bodies work. Sure, you know? sure, sure. Biology boosts Biology, are always yes. good. This is interesting. We've got, oh, it's less interesting than I thought. All together, when you add them all up, that is just a failure, my dudes. Well, I think um, a flat failure, I think that's that's okay. And here's why. So I think the problem is we don't have any good books <laughs> on that. I think I think there are, there's obviously some notes, yeah. but it's basic stuff. Like this yeah. is not going to be very helpful for becoming like a medic or learning something like that. Right, right. But I think that maybe... And I, I, won't, I don't want to force this on your character, but maybe Cora's in there and he's reading and let's just have a scene. Let's have a scene where she's yeah, trying to find yeah, this yeah. book um, and she's not able to find it. And Cora's like, hey, what are you, what are you trying to find, Sersha? I know these books pretty well. It had a word. It had a word that was similar to medicine, but it wasn't the word medicine. It wasn't medical. I thought it started with an M. That's why I was looking over here, but it was me- a word like one of those... It was like that word, and I couldn't... M- medicinal? It might have been medicinal. Maybe. I... Oh. And then... And then I, I thought... I thought that last time... I took a close... I, I took a look at that one. I... Uh, but it might oh, have been in a... Yeah. I can't remember which chapter it was in. I... Uh, there was something very, very helpful about the nature of... Of, of skin-level injuries versus how to treat uh, deeper wounds and... and different materials needed to, to properly pr- prevent infection, but I can't remember how it was supposed to... I was just hoping hey, I could hey, check Sersha, and... Hey, Sersha, hey, hey, take a chill. Take a breathe. But... You ain't you right now. You ain't you right now. Calm down. It's gonna be okay. Alright? I'll, I'll do my best to take both a chill and a breathe. Thank you, Cor. This ain't you. You ain't this stressed usually. What's going on? What? That the whole whole Tanin thing's really gotten to you. Yeah, Core, yeah, that's that's what happened. <sighs> Sorry, hang on, give me a second. <sighs> All right, that's the breeze. Yes, now the chill. Yes, that is. Say this in in as non antagonistic a way as possible, my lad. Yes, you are correct. That's the reason, and I was merely hoping to brush up on some. I have a vague memory of, of, of perusing these books months ago, if not years ago, and... I hate to say this to you, but it definitely was years ago, because we haven't had any books about medicinal skin treatment stuff in I... in a while. I think we either lost, sold, or repurposed that book. I, I can't quite remember exactly what happened to it, but it's not here. I repurposed it. That's probably not ideal, so we might want to pick something up like that while we're in Giant's Foot. Kor, have... Do you wonder if... If we've simply been very, very fortunate up till now? He, he smiles and, and he closes the book that he was reading. Um, kind of puts it down and he's like, Uh, a little bit of yes, a little bit of no. I mean, we've obviously been very lucky. That's why it's great to have ticket aboard, you know? Lucky ticket, but I don't know. I just just go. Yeah, I don't. I don't think much about that kind of stuff. I just go go where life takes me. Go with mm-hmm. the wind, you know. I only live once, so I just gotta just gotta live it, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying be stupid. You can be smart. You plan things out. You make your routes. You know, make maps. I'm not you know that kind of a. Trust me, that's that's what some of my folks were like. It was all like, oh, just go with life, you know. Have no plans. And that was that rubbed me up a little bit the wrong way, cause. But, you know, there's something about that. Something about that. Where you just kind of like, just breathe in. Just go with life and uh, just have a good time. See where it takes you. While making plans to go around the rocks. Right. Again. I, I, I'm gonna... I respect that, but I think that might be entirely the wrong uh, advice for the situation I'm thinking of now. Uh, <laughs> see, I meant... I, I should have been more specific with me. Question. I, I feel like it's possible we've been very fortunate in terms of remaining relatively unharmed until recently. Well, I think that's seeing it with rose-colored glasses. I mean, you you remember the time a couple years ago where we all got so sick 
that felt like we were going to throw all our guts out. <laughs> Aye. That was pretty That was pretty bad. Close quarters and cramped. It was not the ideal circumstance for a disease to spread. But I suppose that we were pretty lucky, uh, very fortunate that we didn't. We didn't do that. So we're all still here. Well, except for, except for Jerome. Yeah, except for Jerome. Ah, but he's fine. I don't know how to. I don't know how to yes and this. You just said we're all still here except for Jerome, and eh, he's fine. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> oh yeah, he he's not dead. He's just not in the crew anymore. Oh okay, so he's fine. He's not here. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know he was in the crew and now he's not in the crew. I, I of course Jerome. Yeah, you know, he was the he was the previous runesmith before for uh, Kareem. Before Kareem, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, Jerome. <laughs> oh, I miss Jerome sometimes. <laughs> Me too. Oh, what a what a what a character. What a what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> the legend. I never put all that much stock in the position of a ship's doctor. I somewhat thought with limited hands on board there are more important roles that need to be filled, but it's merely been on my mind lately. I might need to uh do a bit more researching while while this idea is on me mind. It's not a bad thing to to learn about. That's what I'm trying to do. Just doing a quick brush up on uh, the old giant's foot before we get in there. So aye, make sure I got everything all ship shape. It's been a little while since we've been there. Aye, yes. In fact, when I first sailed away from those docks, I never would have imagined I'd come back with a crew like this. But. And she, uh, she kind of hits the table like she's done reminiscing. But that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> Not pertinent to our current voyage. Sure, sure. Which, maybe, segue. Okay. Is Zatar on watch? Yeah. I think we're there. Sure, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's got a whistle. Love it. And I, I want it to be a bosun's whistle, because I love that sure. sound. I love that nautical, the... Yeah, it's a cool, it's a weird-looking whistle. Um, but when you hear it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, ships. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, he lets he lets a blast loose from his whistle uh, to alert the crew that the land ho. They hear the whistle, and they've been following the coastline. Um, they, they've gone back to the coastline and been following it for maybe this whole day after they'd gone through the electric wind. They've been following the coastline, and they've gone around a peninsula. As the whole crew gets back on deck... Core goes up to ticket. Are you ready? And she's leaning over the railing, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, this this is it. We're coming up to right now. This is it." Oh yes, it's right here. This is the giant's foot. You better stay close because uh, trouble is uh, underfoot. Thank you for listening to tonight's quest. Don't forget to go to kqpodcast.com to register for the 2023 Gorf Ball Tournament. While you're there, you can check out links to our merch, our music, and our Patreon. Thank you to all of our patrons, especially our Triumph tier, Lowell Long Mahi Rain, Mike, and those dang high elves again. And if you join their ranks by August, you will get the exclusive Knight's Quest Kaiserion flag sticker. Next episode will be coming out on August 4th, and we'll see you then. Yeah. Also, a fun nautical history fact. Uh, the reason that a ship's speed is measured in knots is because they would have a log, like an actual log, that they would tie a rope to. And at specific intervals, there would be knots in the rope. And they would oh, okay. toss the log off the back of the boat and allow the rope to slide between their fingers and count the number of knots on the rope that went through. Oh. And then they would put... That number of dots in the log. Th- that would that would be their speed. I mean, how many dots they're going? Okay, so Jim, which <laughs> one of your characters do you want to do next? Can we, get, um, can we can we get like a, a fun little like fun fact music like thing? Yeah, that was out? good. I really sure. like that. Yeah, and then just sure. big pause after that where no one yeah. said anything. <laughs> All right, are we doing Sersha or Ticket? Oh, let's do Ticket.